Happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to episode 59 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. Hey everyone, two quick notes at the front of the show. One, obviously the July 23rd Xbox Game Showcase was formally announced, which I hinted at last week being heavily rumored and talk about in the show. Number two, I actually lost the podcast this week. I'd never finished uploading it the night before on Sunday. Then when I went to go do it late on Monday after a friend told me, it looked like the file got corrupted, so I had to re-record it. But I got to include all the Ubisoft news in there, so please enjoy. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was F1 2020, and the games coming out this week include Rocket Arena, Neon Abyss, Kingdom Majestic, Ooblitz, Res Please, SnowRunner Search and Recover, Radical Rabbit Stew, Bounty Battle, We Should Talk, Super Hot Mind Control Delete, Hashtag Fun Time, Dunk Lords, and Warhammer 40,000 Mechanicus. With special attention this week to the Halo 3 PC version launching on Tuesday, July 14th. Now to last week's biggest news stories and we have five to cover this week. Number one, as WB rumors swirl, Microsoft is open to acquiring more studios for Xbox. James Carr at GameSpot writes, Microsoft isn't done acquiring new studios, head of Xbox Phil Spencer has revealed. Originally reported by GameIndustry.biz, Xbox Game Studios' first priority is supporting already acquired studios like Double Fine and Obsidian, but Spencer said that the door is open for more acquisitions. Quote, we have really strong support from Satya Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft, and Amy Hood, the CFO. And there's been no signal at all that we should be slowing down, but just to go at a pace that is maintainable for us as a leadership team, Spencer said. We're always out there talking to people, but it has to be the right opportunity, end quote. This lines up with a recent report that Microsoft expressed interest in purchasing Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, WB Games, from AT&T. WB Games includes Rocksteady, Batman Arkham Knight, NetherRealm Studios, Mortal Kombat 11, and more. Nail sale has been announced and the deal would most likely not include IP like Batman. Quote, the Game Pass portfolio and subscriber base continues to grow. We're launching a new console. Last year was our biggest year ever on PC in terms of revenue as Xbox Game Studios. A lot of the business is doing really well, so we're always in the market for new opportunities with studios, Spencer said, end quote. Xbox Game Studios' next title, Obsidian's Grounded, enters Xbox Game Preview later this month on July 28th as part of Xbox Game Pass. Microsoft will be showing more of its Xbox Series X games during the Xbox First Party Showcase on July 23rd. This is extremely exciting news if Microsoft were to purchase WB Games. There would be an argument that Rocksteady would instantly become their best developer, Unfortunately though, if they were to purchase WB Games, we wouldn't see the fruit of some of their looms for a very long time. Rocksteady is rumored to be releasing a Suicide Squad game within the next year, as well as WB Montreal releasing a new Batman game. Regardless, I hope that Microsoft does this This will completely diversify their Xbox Game Pass portfolio of games, and Microsoft clearly has a lot of practice and training in the last few years for acquiring all these studios, so the transition wouldn't be as rough as some of the others interested in purchasing. Number 2. Xbox reportedly tells developers that next-gen upgrades should be free. Jordan Alleman at IGN writes, A report has surfaced that suggests Xbox is telling third-party developers that Xbox Series X upgrades of their current-gen games should be free. Video Game Chronicle, which cites publishing sources with knowledge of Microsoft's next-gen policies, says that Microsoft has been encouraging companies working on cross-gen games to offer upgrades at no additional cost. This could make use of Xbox's smart delivery program, 
where you only need to purchase one version of a game to enjoy it across the entire Xbox hardware range. So far we've seen that third party games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Cyberpunk 2077 will offer next gen upgrades at no extra cost, but this push from Microsoft will attempt to stop other publishers and developers from charging full price for their next gen versions of cross gen games, or for an upgrade to be provided as a paid DLC option. EA is offering games under a different dual entitlement scheme which is making sure players who buy FIFA 21 or Madden NFL 21 on current gen consoles will also be able to play upgraded versions on Xbox Series X and PS5 at no extra cost should they make the jump in hardware. Microsoft has not made free next-gen upgrades mandatory yet, so if developers don't adopt this smart delivery policy, they have other options such as selling cross-gen bundles of Xbox One and Xbox Series X games at a higher price point. We've already seen that NBA 2K21 will be a cross-gen bundle option, although its standalone Xbox Series X and PS5 editions will come in at a $69.99 price point. Really, Microsoft and Xbox sticking to their message about empowering gamers to play the games they want, when they want, with whomever they want on whatever console, by continuing to encourage developers and publishers to offer next-gen upgrades using smart delivery at no additional cost to us, the consumer, and gamers. Number 3. Halo Infinite's showcase this month will focus on campaign, 343 confirms. Matthew Olson at US Gamer writes, As Microsoft's big Xbox game showcase for July approaches, we're starting to get a better idea of what we'll be seeing. We've known that 343 Industries is gearing up the show off Halo Infinite for the first time since E3 2019, but now, pending any last minute changes this year being what it is, Infinite is 100% confirmed for the showcase. It seems that the only part we'll be seeing though is its campaign. In a new post that Halo Waypoint 343 is pretty specific in its wording regarding what it will bring to the July 23rd event, promising a quote first look at Halo Infinite's campaign, end quote, while making no mention of its multiplayer. Showing off Halo single player before diving into multiplayer is pretty far for the course with how the series has been promoted in the past, but this does suggest we'll be left with plenty of questions about the whole package after the showcase. I guess this is a way for them to manage expectations as we shouldn't expect to see any multiplayer and a rumored battle royale. I want Halo Infinite to totally wow me and get me extremely excited, especially after the lackluster campaign in Halo 5. Number 4. Microsoft might hold back some game reveals from the July's Xbox Showcase report. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Microsoft might hold some game reveals back from July's Xbox Showcase report. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Microsoft has finally revealed the date for July's Xbox Series X event. Xbox 2020 will take place on July 23rd, and we're expected to see a bunch of first-party games from Xbox Game Studios. However, Avenger Beats Jeff Grubb says that Microsoft will be holding back some game reveals for later in the year. Grubb, who has been proven very reliable with insider information in the past, said over on Twitter, Quote, don't expect Xbox to show everything. It's going to hold something back for later this year, just like Sony did, end quote. According to Tom Phillips of Eurogamer, Sony held back some of its first and third-party offerings from its most recent feature of gaming PS5 event, and he expects the company to fire back at Microsoft with another state of play soon after the Xbox 2020 event. Quote, Sony has first and third-party stuff still to announce. Feels like it has quite smartly held some stuff back, end quote, said Phillips. In a further tweet, Grubb says that Microsoft isn't going to, quote, drip feed, end quote, news and information, but the company is just not going to show every single game it's making. As much as I think this is the biggest showcase ever in Xbox's history and that they need to nail it 100%, it might be wise for them to hold back some announcements. If they do the showcase, knock it out of the park, but then Sony comes back in August and finally announces some of the games we know they're working on, Spider-Man 2, God of War 2, Days Gone 2, the rumored Uncharted game, it could take out all the wind from the sales of a great showcase in Xbox this July, and does have me a little nervous going into next gen. Really can't wait to see how this all plays out. And number 5. Ubisoft Forward Everything Announced and Shown Joe Scrubbles at IGN has a really good write-up for all the major things that were announced during the show. 
Ubisoft Forward is the first all-digital showcase from the French publisher and promised to bring major announcements from across its slate. We even heard that there will be a second Ubisoft Forward event coming later this year. Here's everything at the event. Far Cry 6 After several leaks earlier this week, Ubisoft officially announced Far Cry 6 for a February 2021 release. The reveal showcased Breaking Bad and the Mandalorian actor Giancarlo Esposito in a new role. Assassin's Creed Valhalla Announced earlier this year, Assassin's Creed Valhalla has been confirmed for a November 17th release date on Xbox One, PS4, PC, and Stadia. Ubisoft reconfirmed the upcoming adventure is also set for Xbox Series X and PS5, but did not offer a release date for it on those systems. Hyperscape Ubisoft announced Hyperscape, the company's new battle royale is now available in open beta starting today. Alongside that, Ubisoft confirmed a new weapon, new hack, and a new 30-tier battle pass has been added to the game. Watch Dogs Legion Ubisoft announced Watch Dogs Legion will be released on October 29, 2020. Alongside the release date, Ubisoft showcased more of Legion's ambitious gameplay which allows players to essentially recruit any NPC and make them a playable character. Brawlhalla Brawlhalla will be coming to iOS and Android devices Ubisoft announced during its Ubisoft Forward event. The mobile version will feature crossplay and is set to be released on August 6. Just Dance 2020 Just Dance 2020 Season 3 will bring three new songs, three returning songs, and a new playlist. The Season 3 trailer introduced Hype by Dizzy Rascal and Calvin Harris, La Presta by Becky G featuring Maluma, and Crayon by G-Dragon. Three returning songs will be Barbra Streisand 2019 Edit by Duck Sauce, Kitty on Up, Kitty on Out by Laura Bell Bundy, and Mas Que Nada by Sergio Mendez featuring the Black Eyed Peas. The update will be released on July 23rd. The Crew 2 Ubisoft previewed what's coming in August including the flashy 80s update as part of the Summer in Hollywood event which will include legendary 80s cars like the DeLorean. Trials Rising On Thursday, July 16th, Trials Rising will be getting the Giga Track, the longest track in Trials franchise history. It will be free for all players. Ghost Recon Breakpoint Ghost Recon Breakpoint will receive a free title update 2.1.0 on July 15th. Most notably, it adds AI teammates to the game for the first time, letting solo players choose when they want a squad of operators to play with, who will have the same abilities as the player-controlled characters. Solo players will be able to give orders to and customize the gear of AI teammates. The update will also add a new limited time event, Resistance, beginning on July 16th. The event will see players attempting to save prisoners, attack outposts, and stop convoys. Playing the event will unlock 14 new rewards available until July 29th. The update also adds Ghost War PvP content, including item drop functionality and community-requested improvements. Overall, the showcase didn't blow me away, but as I realized when I was watching it, I really don't play too many Ubisoft games. I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I did really like it, but the game was just far too big for me to complete. I am looking forward to Far Cry 6 though, as that might be the first Far Cry game I really play since Far Cry 3, which I didn't beat. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and given the Ubisoft Forward event, I thought we'd do a little history fact on E3. While 2000 was the first year that Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo held significant E3 presentations on the show floor, 2012 was the last year that each company would host E3 press conferences at the event itself. With E3's cancellation this year, it's probably the final nail in the coffin for the event, as all these publishers, developers will be doing their own showcases going forward. Really disappointing to me as I took off of work every year, it was my big gaming weekend where I would sit inside, watch all the conferences, and just game all day. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, leave a review, share it with your friends, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I've continued to play Call of Duty Warzone on PC. I played Hyperscape's open beta, which I thought the idea of everything was really cool, and maybe I just need to get better at it to really enjoy. I also tried Minecraft Dungeons with a friend, and we both really enjoyed it. Looking forward to playing more of that game in my free time. 
My name is Brandon Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.